Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here. Episode number 55 of And Now the Good News, our weekly look at the news stories that I think will inspire you and remind you that we're creating a world that works better for everyone. Today, uh, continuing with our coronavirus coverage, I want to start with a story here. Britain is rolling out a 5 million coronavirus tests, and they say they can get the results in about 90 minutes. Yes, 90 minutes. Hour and a half. Two hours later, you got your test results. And this is really going to help everybody be able to uh, identify who's got this disease, uh, whether they need to be hospitalized, who uh, is asymptomatic, who maybe has already had it and recovered. This is important. Very, very important. <laughs> so uh, they do have these DNA COVID-19 test machines are currently operating in nine, sorry, eight London hospitals and are located in cancer wards, maternity wards to protect, protect those most at risk to begin with. They will be rolling these out. Um, and they say they can process up to 15,000 tests a day. And they also have another one that can process up to 2,000, a handheld device that can process up to 2,000 uh, tests a day. So this is really, really big news coming out of the UK and very, very happy to hear this. Now, while we're in London, let's uh, introduce you to Daisy Watt. Now, Daisy's 10 years old. She's being called a mini Monet. And she creates these beautiful, stunning floral landscape paintings. They sell for up to 10,000 pounds. And she's earned over 50,000 pounds through her artwork and has been donating all of the proceeds from her artwork to charity. Some of her stuff has already been made into prints and the prints are selling out. Uh, her mother is an art teacher and says, you know, she always knew that uh, Daisy had some artistic ability, but now she's just letting her paint and paint and paint. And uh, she's auctioned off dozens of pieces of work. Uh, they say probably, well, uh, maybe around 25 or so is what I see here. And uh, has sold off the originals and the prints and prints are going for a hundred pounds a piece to get these great prints. Uh, congratulations, Daisy. You're doing good work out there. And uh, congratulations to Daisy's mom for keeping her going and doing that. All right, bringing us back over into the United States, a Boston College student recently wandered into an antique store, uh, found a piano there, asked the manager on duty if he could play the piano. And she said, yes, he starts playing Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Next thing you know, the manager is taking a video and sharing that just as a way to raise some interest in the store. Well, it gets picked up. People find out about it. People start to send in uh, requests. They want to donate money to help him buy the piano and makes it onto the new. You know, everybody's wondering who this guy is because he's wearing a mask. And he steps up and he says, yeah, that was me. 
and the owner of the shop steps up and rather than giving him the $200 piano he was playing, the owner gifted him with a $3,000 Steinway & Sons piano. He, in the interview, the owner says, it's just sitting around collecting dust. Here it is in the hands now of a young man. So uh, the tricky part is now he's trying to find some people to help him move the piano and get it into his apartment. Uh, he lives in Boston, but 23-year-old college student, John Capron, or Capron. Uh, John, I hope I'm getting one of those correct. Congratulations, good work. You know, it, it really is wonderful to see that in the midst of these times, there are people that are going above and beyond the, the almighty dollar, going above and beyond their bottom line, and doing what is right to make sure that everyone has a chance to give the gifts they're here to give, to share those gifts, and to nurture those gifts. So uh, I'm sure this young man's going to have a great time playing that Steinway for a number of years to come. All right, looking in on the pl world of plastics, if anybody thought that a plastic tax or a five-cent bag fee doesn't work, well, England is going to tell you different. Five-cent tax has reduced plastic bag usage in England by as much as 95% over the last five years. 95% over the last five years. They have removed a huge amount of plastic from the environment. Altogether, collectively sold 325 million fewer bags than over a period in 2018-19 and over 1.17 billion fewer than the same time frame in 2016-2017. Amazing, 61,000 metric tons that we've kept out of the supply and out of the plastic waste stream simply by charging a five cent tax, a five cent recovery fee for every plastic bag. You know, these are gaining some, uh, some ground here in the United States. And uh, I know when I was in Washington state, we had a five cent fee for a plastic bag and it kept me from buying the, bla the bags, kept me from, made sure that I remember to use my plastic, my reusable. So make sure you use your reusable bags. Hey, here's another interesting story. We've all known that big buildings use a lot of energy, have a huge carbon footprint. And not long ago, the Empire State Building replaced all their windows with smart windows. And they reported that by doing that, they cut their energy usage by $2.4 million and their carbon emissions by 400 metric tons. But they don't say how much they actually paid for those windows. We know they can be quite costly. Well, in step, some researchers at... Uh, in Melbourne, MR, uh, RMIT University in Melbourne, Australia, and they've developed an ultra-thin covering, glass, uh, let's call it a, a solution, that they spray onto glass, and it makes the glass block heat and conduct electricity. Yes, both, block heat and conduct electricity. So a spray-on coating, uh, it was developed by these researchers. It's ultra thin, and it uh, is even rivaling the performance of current industrial standards for transparent electrodes. So think solar panels, smart windows, in your home, in your car, pretty much everywhere. The new spray-on method is fast, scalable, and based on cheaper materials than those that are already available. Really could be ground-breaking 
technology here uh, could be really groundbreaking. There's a lot in here about how the tech works that escapes me, but I'm going to let you make sure you get a chance to look at it. I'll share a link with you in the show notes on how you can learn more about this. And you know, here on the good news, and now the good news, we get most of our program, our stories over at the Good News Network. However, we do find some things on some other wonderful websites. This next story comes to us from kindling.xyz and Google and Yelp are making it easier to find black-owned businesses. Now, in the wake of the social uprising that's going on in America right now, uh, more and more people are looking to support independent black-owned businesses. And both Google and Yelp noticed a real an increase in searches for that. So they started uh, searching that out themselves and added a new badge and new ways to allow customers to filter their searches so they can support black-owned businesses more easily and more readily find black-owned businesses. Congratulations, Google and Yelp. Good job. Way to step up and support social justice. Again, I'll make sure the links to all of our stories are in the show notes for you here today. I want to keep going. And another great story. Seems like we're hanging out in the UK a lot today. Uh, the wind power in the UK is now so cheap, they may, uh, it, they're going to have to start paying money back to the customers. So for many years, uh, Alternative energy, wind, solar have been financed by government subsidies, which many claim raise the price of their electric bills. Now, however, the most recently approved offshore wind projects are scheduled to be and intend to be negative subsidies, meaning they'll have money to pay back to the government. The government will be able to use that money to lower the electric bills of the citizens. Pretty cool. They, uh, this is an analysis by a team uh, led by the Imperial College of London. Their researchers published this last week in Nature Energy magazine. Uh, quote, offshore wind power will soon be so cheap to produce that it will undercut fossil fueled power stations and may be the cheapest form of energy for the UK. That's by Dr. Malte Jensen. He's a lead researcher. He continued by saying energy subsidies used to push up energy bills, but within a few, uh, I'm sorry, but within a few years, cheap renewable energy will see them brought down for the first time. This is an astonishing development. He can, he finalized. Congratulations! You know, more and more good things just keep coming up. We've had a lot of time in the last five months to uh, to look at things differently, to do deeper research, and we're creating new things, new ideas coming online all the time. Across in and also in alignment with this, during the five months, uh, there have been a resurgence in the wildlife on planet Earth. Some of that is just animals that are making a comeback, others that aren't being poached as much. Our next story, rhino poaching has plummeted over 50% during the lockdown. Now, this is happening in South Africa, and South Africa had been making strides over the last five years. So they've been doing everything they can to, to help lessen or lower the, the rate of rhino poaching. However, the coronavirus did a great job too, 53%, they said. Between January and June, 38 suspected rhino poachers were arrested in one of the national parks, 23 firearms confiscated, uh, and 
that's down just huge, a considerable amount, a, a considerable number there in South Africa. Great work. I, I, well, great work. I don't know that I should say that, because, but there is good coming out of the coronavirus. As we take a step back and as we listen more deeply and as we breathe and take a, a, a break here, more and more good is emerging and we're learning more and more good. Now, this next story is probably not re directly related to COVID, but it makes the top list today because I live in Colorado and <laughs> Yellowstone National Park is not all that far. And what we know is Yellowstone is actually a super volcano. And what scientists believe is the last two times this volcano actually erupted, uh, uh, last time was 8.7 million years ago, and the one before that was 9 million years, so 300,000 years in between. Uh, the, the, the last one is considered one of the five largest volcanic eruptions in Earth's history. And it sterilized Idaho, Nevada, Wyoming, Colorado, and Montana. Think about that. Probably got Utah too. Not sure why Utah's not on this list. Well, what they're saying is that things have changed. And because those two eruptions were in such rapid succession, 300,000 years is not a long time geologically. Because that happened in such rapid succession, any future eruption will probably be dramatically less than anything we've seen. So past eruptions have been 100 times more dramatic than the 1883 eruption of Krakatoa in Indo Indonesia. Uh, we're talking hundreds of times smaller. Congratulations, folks. Those of us living in the shadow of Yellowstone can breathe a little easier today. Not very likely it's going to happen in our lifetime anyway, but if it does, we might actually have a chance to survive. What a wonderful story. And hey, here's our great story of the week. A woman in Vancouver has been reunited with a stolen teddy bear. Uh, Mara Sariano was moving to, get, moving to Vancouver. She left a bag of personal items outside the moving truck and somebody stole the bag. Well, inside that bag was a teddy bear and it wasn't just any teddy bear. It was a teddy bear with her mother's voice recorded on it. Her mother had died about a year earlier uh, from cancer. And this bear was used to record her mother's voice and that way Mara would have the voice. Well, the bear is gone. People, the bag is gone. And she puts out a post, offers a $5,000 reward for the bear's return. And within a week, two men found the bear and returned it to Mara. Now, they said they took the stuffed animal from the man who stole the bag. Uh, she says it still smelled it fresh. It smelled fresh. It was in good condition. Uh, and they uh, and these guys returned the bear. No, no mention here of whether they asked for the 5000 or not. But wouldn't you pay it? the voice of your mother on a teddy bear. It's an irreplaceable item. I'm so happy to hear that this woman got this bear back and was reunited with her stuffed bear. All right, folks, that's all I've got here this week. It is always so much to fun to be with you. Uh, please do let us know if there's any good news stories you see happening in the world. We'd love to cover them here 
on our program and go- and now the good news. If you do, just send us an email, info at ntmedia.org. Somebody will take a look at them and perhaps we'll feature them on one of our future episodes. All right, that's all I've got time for again today. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.